Hello, welcome to Daily Show Podcast, your podcast source for movie and TV-related news. It's October 19th, 2018. I'm Shannon. And I'm Michael. What's opening in theaters this weekend? Halloween. Laurie Strode comes to her final confrontation with Michael Myers, the masked figure who has haunted her since she narrowly escaped his killing spree on Halloween night four decades ago. Directed by David Gordon Green and written by Green, Jeff Fradley, and Danny McBride. Jamie Lee Curtis and Nick Castle reprise their roles as Strode and Myers. The film also stars Judy Greer, Andy Maticek, Will Patton, and Virginia Gardner. This is the 11th installment in the Halloween film series, and a direct sequel to the 1978 film of the same name, disregarding the continuity of the previous sequels. So Danny McBride and Judy Greer, is this kind of funny at all? I I do remember when Danny McBride was announced as one of the writers, and I I thought that was weird. I don't know that it's supposed to be funny. I mean, I'm sure there's some humor in it. Yeah, I bet there's a little bit with those people on it, right? Yeah. It's actually at 81% fresh right now. That's pretty good. Yeah, I'm not really interested. I don't like horror films, but yeah, it sounds like... uh... Yeah, but this this is probably one of the better ones. I don't know what the scale of Halloween films are. You know, you probably have the first one being pretty high up there and some of the other ones in between. Probably Um, not so good. Yeah, but it's weird that it disregards, uh, like, nine films in between or whatever. (laughs) In wide release this week, The Hate You Give, uh, I think we talked about this a couple weeks ago when it was in limited release, Star Mm -hmm. witnesses the fatal shooting of her childhood best friend, Khalil, at the hands of a police officer. Now facing pressure from all sides of the community, Star must find her voice and stand up for what's right. Directed by George Tillman Jr. and written by Audrey Wells. Based on Angie Thomas's 2017 novel of the same name. Stars Amanda Stenberg, Regina Hall, Russell Hornsby, KJ Appa, Algie Smith, Lamar Johnson, Issa Rae, Sabrina Carpenter, Common, and Anthony Mackie. This one's still doing very well with the critics, 96%, now that it has 110 reviews. Yep, that's really good. And out in limited release, Wildlife. A boy witnesses his parents' marriage falling apart after his mother finds another man. Oh wow, this one's at 99% and it's got 67 reviews. Pretty good. I did watch the trailer for this one a while ago and it looked really good. It has uh, Carrie Mulligan in it and Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, I want to see this one. In mid-90s, Stevie, a 13-year-old in 90s era LA, spends his summer navigating between his troubled home life and a group of new friends that he meets at a Motor Avenue skate shop. And this has something to do with Jonah Hill, right? Did he direct he or wrote or something? and directed this okay. and this is his first movie he's directing. I saw him on a talk show and man, he is so earnest about it. It looks really, really good and it's at 83%, so it's pretty fresh. I definitely want to see this one too. I was wondering what he'd been up to. Yeah, I, I think he's been working on this movie for a long time and he got like all uh, non actors, maybe. maybe, I don't know why. Maybe they, he wanted real skaters. I, I don't know actually. 
he let them do a lot of improvisation and stuff to make it natural. And uh, I don't know. It just it sounds interesting. Any news since our last show? The rap has learned that Supergirl is going to introduce Lex Luthor this season in a recurring capacity, though he will not appear in the network's upcoming Elseworlds crossover between Supergirl, Arrow, and The Flash. Casting will begin shortly for the role. So this is interesting. They've mentioned Lex a lot, and yeah. I always assumed that they probably couldn't get the rights or uh, Warners or DC didn't want them to use the character in the TV show, but I guess I guess they're allowed to do it now. And um, I don't know if you saw, there are some rumors that they might make a Superman series with the guy who's been playing Superman on Supergirl. It no, seems like it was... Those. All the sites I saw it on were kind of, there weren't necessarily ones I would trust. Uh, so that's why I didn't put it in here as its own story. But, you know, this this kind of makes me think maybe there's some validity to that. Because they're introducing Lex Luthor and Lois Lane in right. this crossover. Yeah. That, I mean, the, they then are going to have, you know, the three most important characters cast. So maybe there will be a Superman That makes series. sense. Wow, I mean, if they do a, a Batgirl one too, or Batwoman, Batwoman, sorry, and Superman, that's so many shows like in the same universe. It's right. kind of cool. Right. You would kind of think maybe they would try and move all these things over to the DC streaming because oh. that's like, yeah, that's no. that's quite a few. <laughs> that that would be like how many shows? Like I don't six. Want that to happen, that's like though. six shows just on CW. If, if both Batwoman and Superman actually go to series. The rap has learned Amy Winehouse's family has signed a deal to executive produce a biopic about the late singer who died in 2011. Monumental Pictures' Allison Owen and Deborah Hayward will produce the film while Kinky Boots writer Jeff Dean will write the screenplay and executive produce. Production is set to start in 2019. According to Variety, Sarah Chalk is reuniting with Scrubs creator Bill Lawrence for a drama series currently in development at ABC. The series, currently untitled, is inspired by Chalk's life and is about two very different sisters who take over the adoption agency that their parents, a lawyer and a social worker, have run out of their home for the last 30 years. Chalk will star and co-executive produce. Writer Emily Fox will executive produce. Lawrence and Jeff Ingold will executive produce with Lisa Katzer producing. Well, this sounds really interesting. I, I really like the people involved. Deadline has confirmed Constantine Film is remaking the West Virginia Cannibals movie Wrong Turn, a franchise which kicked off in 2003 with a theatrical release and spawned another five films, the last being in 2014. The franchise's creator, Alan McElroy, has returned to pen the script, and Mike P. Nelson, who recently helmed sci-fi thriller The Domestics, is directing. In the Wrong Turn movies, various families of deformed cannibals hunt down folks in West Virginia. The original movie, which made close to $30 million at the global box office, off a $12.6 million budget, starred Eliza Dushku and Jeremy Sisto. This movie's not that old. It's not, and I don't really think years. it needs a remake no we saw I the agree. first one i did see the first one yeah no i saw it too yeah did I mean, you look up what she's doing now i didn't see much 
According to The Hollywood Reporter, Netflix and the BBC have enlisted the makers of Sherlock to make a Dracula miniseries. Dracula, which will consist of three feature-length episodes, has been written and created by Stephen Moffat and Mark Gaddis and inspired by Bram Stoker's classic novel. It will air on BBC in the UK and on Netflix everywhere else. According to Variety, Warner Brothers and Warner Animation Group are in negotiations with Shaft Helmer Tim Story to direct the new Tom and Jerry live action slash animated hybrid. The studio has also brought on Chris Columbus as creative producer on the new Scooby-Doo animated movie. Kind of big name names for these movies huh yeah i mean i guess they're you know they're pretty well known properties that have been going for a long time deadline reports michael b jordan will play the deadly assassin columbus in the silver bear a potential franchise launch for lionsgate based on the book series by wanted and 310 to yuma screenwriter Derek haas frank baldwin has written the script that tells the formative story of a man who becomes the most feared and respected hitman in the criminal underworld he's getting a lot of juicy roles he is per coming soon.net the long-running reality series The Real World is getting three new seasons with an all-new approach, thanks to a partnership between MTV Studios and Facebook. Unlike previous seasons, the three new installments filmed in Thailand, Mexico, and the United States will be available exclusively on Facebook Watch. The streaming service will give the viewing audience the power to vote one housemate onto the show prior to its airing, as well as other opportunities to interact with the cast online. The first of the three new seasons is set to premiere the spring of 2019 definitely something we don't need more of or something we need a lot more of. according to deadline fox has given a pilot commitment to a reboot of the 1976 cbs tv series alice it comes from diablo cody liz ashtroff and warner brothers tv written and executive produced by cody and ashtroff alice is based on the tv series alice which in turn was based on the 1974 feature film alice doesn't live here anymore directed by martin scorsese the fox reboot centers on long island housewife Alice Hyatt, who has finally worked up the courage to leave her cheating husband. She drives cross-country to Arizona with her teenage son, Tommy, and gets a job as a waitress at a roadside diner where the staff becomes their new surrogate family. I never watched this show because it was kind of before my time, but I know you watched a lot of, like, old TV in rerun form. Did yeah, this you ever is watch not it? one that no. I watched either. I don't know if it was not in um, reruns as much or if it just didn't appeal to me. I did watch a lot of reruns that were older but nope not not this one this is the one that she said uh kiss my grits right i think that's oh, the only that came from i think this? that's the only thing oh. i know about it really i've definitely heard that line do you think they'll have her say it in a new one <laughs> it sounds so antiquated you can only hope so <laughs> I don't know. It depends. I mean, I wonder if it's going to be more of a drama. I didn't know it was based on something Martin Scorsese had uh, done. Yeah, I mean, I heard of Alice Doesn't Live Here Anymore. I yeah, didn't know those two did. were connected. I did too. So The rap says ABC was given a pilot production commitment to an NYPD Blue sequel series centered on Andy Sipowitz's son. 
Written and executive produced by original series writers Matt Olmsted and Nick Wooten, the new drama will center on Andy Sipowitz, Dennis Franz's son, Theo, as he tries to earn his detective shield and work in the 15th Squad while investigating his father's murder. Jesse Bochco, son of NYPD Blue co-creator Stephen Bochco, who died in April, will direct and executive produce. I never really watched the original series i never watched it either it was was pretty long running but when it came on we were kind of young and it was like breaking all the rules and having nudity and cursing and yeah parents weren't gonna let us at that age watch it i think right nope so yeah you know it was very well loved i don't know they're gonna have to keep pushing it though i think to stay relevant probably in other items production on the solo flash movie was set for march 2019 however due to script and scheduling issues it has been pushed back indefinitely fox is to begin testing commercial breaks of different lengths during its sunday night programming there will be longer five and a half minute blocks and shorter two commercial breaks. Kenneth Branagh's Death on the Nile, his follow-up to Agatha Christie adaptation Murder on the Orient Express, has been pushed back from December 20th, 2019 to October 2nd, 2020. Idris Elba has joined the Cats movie adaptation. John Cena is in final negotiations to star in the family comedy Playing with Fire. Lionsgate is in talks to pick up the Roger Ailes feature project that was recently dumped by Annapurna. Amblin and Focus Features appear to have passed. HBO has canceled the animated comedy Animals, which I don't think I heard of. I also never heard of it until I saw that it was canceled. Orange is the New Black will end with season 7. Carol Spinney is retiring from Sesame Street. Oh. He's been with it a long time. Long time. Oscar and Big Bird. He's probably the longest. Almost 50 years. It's like just shy of 50 years. That is a long time. Anything new to streaming services this week? Netflix got a lot of originals. The first one is Accidentally in Love. A popular singer decides to go back to school, becoming the center of attention there, and meets an ordinary female student with a dual personality. Ask the Doctor... Netflix original, from exercise to infertility to sleep, a team of doctors share expert advice, bust medical myths, and test the latest treatments. Best worst weekend ever. This is a limited series. In this comedy series, teenage Zed and his pals face one ridiculous, hilarious predicament after another in their last weekend before high school. Darren Brown's sacrifice. Illusionist Darren Brown concocts a psychological experiment in which he tries to manipulate an ordinary person into taking a bullet for a stranger. Gnome Alone, a high schooler teams up with living garden gnomes to stop tiny creatures from another world who want to eat everything in sight. Wait, isn't there already a Gnome Alone movie? I... Or maybe it's don't know but there are definitely lots of movies about garden gnomes haunted from the executive producers of the purge franchise and lore haunted gives a chilling glimpse into the first person accounts from people who have witnessed horrifying peculiar extraordinary supernatural events and other unexplained phenomenons that continue to haunt them hip-hop evolution season two shad cabango traces the growth of hip-hop subcultures in new york the south and oakland california in the 80s and 90s 
Alang, The Wolf Brigade, a Netflix film in 2029, a special unit of the South Korean police called Alang battles a terrorist group threatening to undo years of efforts to unify the two Koreas. Larva Island. Stranded on a tropical island, two goofy larva buddies find slapstick fun in everything from discovering food to meeting new animal friends. Making a Murderer Part 2. With a national profile and new support after the release of Making a Murderer, Stephen Avery and Brendan Dassey continue to fight for exoneration. Marvel's Daredevil Season 3. With Wilson Fisk out of prison and back to corrupting Hell's Kitchen, Matt Murdock must rise from the ashes. The Night Comes for Us, a Netflix film. After sparing a girl's life during a massacre, an elite triad assassin is targeted by an onslaught of murderous gangsters. Wanderlust. Wanderlust looks at how we build and maintain happy relationships and asks whether lifelong monogamy is possible or even desirable. Toni Collette plays Joy Richards, a therapist trying to find a way to keep her spark alive with her husband after a cycling accident causes them to reassess their relationship. As we meet her family, friends, neighbors, and clients, remarkable yet relatable stories of love, lust, and forbidden desire emerge. On Amazon, Donnie Darko, The Daniel Tiger Movie, Won't You Be Our Neighbor, Slice, Lore, and Tumbleleaf Halloween Special. That's nice to see Donnie Darko just in time for Halloween. It's a good Halloween movie. Hulu got the Blackish Season 5 premiere, Splitting Up Together Season 2 premiere, The Connors Series premiere, the Kids Are Alright series premiere, and the Rookie series premiere. On Stars, The Social Network, 120 Days, Clock Stoppers, California, The Thing Called Love. So last week's poll, there was a malfunction, and uh, we didn't get any votes. So we're going to rerun it, and we're going to run a new poll as well this week. Best bad cop in a movie. Matt Damon in The Departed, James Cromwell in L.A. Confidential, Gary Oldman in The Professional, or Denzel Washington in Training Day. They're all really good bad guys. Yeah, I guess I'd go with Denzel Washington. No, Gary Oldman's, it was so over the top, but like in a good way. I don't know, I might have to go for that in The Professional. So let us know what you think, Daily Show Pod, on Twitter, and we'll discuss the results next week and that's our show if you have any feedback you can email us at feedback at dailyshow.com our facebook page is daily show our twitter account is daily show pod our website is dailyshow.com hope you enjoyed the show talk to you next time daily show on daily show off